Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Chaye Sarah. Parshas Chaye Sarah can be conveniently divided into three parts. The first 20 psukim of the parsha deal with Avraham's acquisition of a burial place for Sarah. The second 67 psukim in the parsha deal with Eliezer acquiring a wife for Yitzchak. And the important thing for each of us to look for in finding a spouse, and that is, as the Drushos Haran points out, good character, a giving person, as opposed to a taking person. And finally, the Parsha ends with the passing of Avram. I'd like to focus on an aspect coming from the very first part of the Parsha, Avram's acquiring a grave for Sarah. Now, after all, first of all, we see the way the people of B'nai Ches venerate, honor Avraham. As Hashem said to him in the beginning of Lech Lecha, Vagadlo Shemecha, I'll make your name great. We see over here already that the people of B'nai Ches refer to Avram Avinu as Nesiyelokim Atobesochenu, that you are literally a prince of God in our midst. They recognize that he is a holy people. So Avram comes to them and says, look here, I need a place to bury my wife. And they say to him, no problem. Go to our cemetery. Any grave that you would like is yours. And Avram says, thanks, but no thanks. I must have my own cemetery. And this is the concept of Kever Yisrael, a Jewish cemetery, which we learn from Avram Avinu till this very day, that a Jew is to be buried, number one, in the ground, as opposed to chas v'shalom, cremation, and certainly, as well, above-ground burial is not an acceptable option for one who is following Jewish law. Now, I'd like to ask a very simple question. Why? Why is Avraham so insistent about this idea of having a Jewish cemetery, Kever Yisrael? And I'd like to suggest that a very important concept is emerging therefrom, and that is the Torah is teaching us that a Jew lives as a Jew, dies as a Jew, and there is continuation for that soul even after death, as we are taught in the Rambam, in his 13th principle of faith, I believe with complete and perfect faith that there's going to be there's going to be the resurrection of the dead when God wills 
it to happen. So it's not simply that one could have thought, that's it, you're dead, makes no difference where you are, it's over. No, 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 it's not over. It's another phase, as indeed we'll come back to this. This is what Rav Yanai Yaakov teaches us. Rabbi Yaakov in the fourth chapter of Avos, in Perig Dalid, Mishnah Chafalev, Ha'olam this world, Domele Prozdor, is only the lobby Bifnei Ha'olam Haba, before the world to come. And therefore, says Rabbi Yaakov, Haskenat Smachaba Prozdor, prepare yourself in the lobby, Kedesha Kitones, Ki in order that you should be able to enter the banquet hall of Olam Haba. I'd like to, therefore, speak a little bit this morning about something that we don't usually talk about, and that is Olam Haba, the world to come, that we should have at least a strong, not just belief in the concept of the world to come, but to be able to talk a little bit intelligently in keeping with some of our chazal, some of our rabbis, and their teachings and statements on this topic. So the first thing that I'd like to share with you is the verse in Parshas Bechukosai, at the beginning of the parsha. Before the Tochacha, so the Torah gives us 13 verses of blessing in chapter 26 in Vayikra. And in Pasuk 12, the Torah says, V'shalachti b'sochachem, literally, and I will walk among you. V'oyisi lachem le'lokim, and I will be a God unto you. Now, what does that mean? I will walk among you. Bring the Rashi to the table. Vayikra 26, 12. Says Rashi, Atayel imochem beganeidem. I will stroll. I will walk with you, says God to the Jewish people, in Ganeiden, in the world to come. Ki'achad mikem. Literally, as one among you, below to you, many, and you're not going to be afraid of me. Yachol, however, many, there will not be this awe and reverence of me. No, Talmud Lomar. Therefore, the verse continues. I will be to you as a god. So this is a very significant verse, whereby Rashi is telling us that this is what the literal verse is teaching us, that God is going to walk and accompany us in the world to come. Now, I'd like to ask a very basic question. If we believe, and we do, that there is a world to come, why is it that in the second paragraph of the Shema, that the Jew recites twice a day, every morning and every night. So Hashem promises the Jewish people, and it shall be. If you're going to listen to my mitzvot, then what am I going to give you? 
I'm going to give you the rain in its proper time, the early rains, the late rains, and I'm going to give you your the ability to gather in your grain. You're going to ospecha digonecha, tiroshcha, v'yitzharecha, your wine, your oil. Wait a minute. And this question that I'm asking now, indeed, is asked by the Rambam in chapter 9 of Hilchos Tshuva. The Rambam says, wait a minute, if the greatest bliss that awaits man, the greatest reward, as we're told at the very beginning of Mesilas Yesharim, as we're told uh, a moment ago in Pirkei Ovos, if the greatest reward is the world to come, why not write in the Torah, if you keep my laws, you're going to go and get a share in the world to come. And if you don't, you won't. Why does the Torah speak in terms of grain, wine, oil, and giving um, grass in your fields for your cattle? What's going on here? So the Rambam gives a very powerful answer. The Rambam says you should know how to read the second paragraph of the Shema. You have to read not just the lines, but you have to read in between the lines as well. Now what does that mean? You have to understand that when the Torah promises that man is going to have prosperity, the reason for this is he will then be able to observe mitzvos. He'll be able to do chesed. He'll be able to do for others. And by doing the mitzvos, chesed, and for others, by serving God and serving man, he'll be able to earn his share in the world to come. If, however, he is constantly eking out his livelihood, bringing bread on the table for himself and his family, he will not have the opportunity to accrue and acquire the mitzvos and masim tovim that you need, which are your, quote, ticket for the world to come. For indeed, that same chapter in Pirkei Ovos teaches us, Rabbi Yaakov, in the 22nd, Mishnah of the fourth parak, he would say, better one hour of repentance and good deeds in this world, whereby you, through your good deeds, you acquire your share in the world to come, and better one hour afterwards of spiritual bliss in the world to come than the entire life of this world. So is there a world to come? Most definitively, yes. The question is, one more time, why the Torah doesn't mention it. So the Rambam in chapter 9 of Hilchos Tshuva gives one answer. The Kleokor, in his commentary on the Pasuk that I cited before, of this Halachti B'Sochachem, whereby God promises he will walk amongst us, and Rashi told us he will walk with us in Gan Eden. The Kleokar gives several reasons why the Torah does not specify 
Gan Eden specifically. And he goes on to say the following, that the Eben Ezra in Parshas Ha'azinu taught that the Torah is given to all of Israel, and most people will not understand what Olam Haba is. And therefore, since we are Gashmi, we are materialistic, it will be difficult for us to understand Inyan Horuchani, that which is completely spiritual, because the Rambam in chapter 8 of Hilchos Tshuva tells us that the good that's rewarded for the tzaddikim in Olam Abba is a the life she'en moves. There's no death there, and the good which has no bad with it. And this is how he understands the verse in the Torah, written in conjunction with Shiluah Chakan, sending the mother bird away. The Torah says, Laman yitavlach, it shall be good for you if you listen to God's commandments. Le'olam shekulo tov. That refers to the world which is all good. And yomim, you will be blessed with longevity. Olam shekulo aruch. This is referring to olam haba. So the Rambam, who is the rationalist par excellence, understands this verse in the Torah to refer to olam haba. The Klayoko continues and says that the just as the Torah speaks in terms of kores, the punishment for somebody who breaks certain laws, and kores means one is cut off from the world to come, then the opposite is that the natural thing will be that one who keeps the laws will go and the soul will return to its natural source, namely to God, and man will have olam haba. I mention this because this is appropriate for our parsha. Avram Avinu wants kever Yisrael, because a Jew, as I mentioned, lives and dies as a Jew. But I also want to make mention of this on behalf of the 11 Kedoshim, the 11 individuals that tragically were gunned down this past Shabbat in Pittsburgh, the first thing we should know is, as the Rambam teaches, that if one dies because they are a Jew, singled out, as in this case here, as a Jew, that is dying al-Kiddush Hashem, dying in a form of sanctifying God's name. And as a result, a person who undergoes this kind of death does go, number one, to Olam Haba. But aside from that, I think we should be aware that this terrible tragedy affected, number one, an arousal of great Ahavas Yisrael, a true concern of one Jew for another, which ideally we should have all the time. The Arizal says, before we pray in the morning, a Jew should say, I take upon myself the mitzvah of 
to love one another. We were all so deeply pained and still are bringing us in this unity. This tragedy brought out positively a outcry against anti-Semitism by so many of the politicians. And again, this is something positive. So if we can only decompartmentalize Lo'alenu for the 11, the Kedoshim, and as we said in that same paragraph, that same parak of Pirkei Avos, Mishnah 19, Rabbi Yanai says, in Biodenu, we don't understand, we don't know. We don't know, and we can't explain, neither nor the tranquility of the wicked, the af lo mi surei nor the suffering of the righteous. So we can't explain that which Moshe couldn't explain. Tzadik v'ralo, Rosha v'tavlo. But one thing we can say, that this terrible tragedy brought us together, and please God, we should be brought together for good and happy occasions, and not tragedies, and these 11 Kedoshim, they are in Olam Haba. Shabbat Shalom to all.